0: Hey Branches, it's Colin. As we journey through the season of Lent leading up to Easter on March 31st, we're going to be reading through the Gospel of Mark together. The Gospel of Mark is a first century biography of the life of Jesus, and every day starting today on February 14th all the way up until Easter, you can read a little portion of that biography in the morning, during your lunch hour, on your way home from work, in the evening, And you can listen to this podcast where I'll read the text for that day and then offer just a few short reflections to kind of guide you in your reading and your study. You can also check out our website brancheshdx.org/mark to check in on the reading plan, listen to these podcasts, get some other resources and catch up on the sermons during this season as we go through Mark together. This is the first day of our reading together, this gospel, and it's also Ash Wednesday, the beginning of the season of Lent. And this story today, the beginning of Mark's gospel, has a lot to tell us about how we start this season, what posture we're in, how we're going to go through it together, and how it really is just imitating the life and pattern of Jesus' own life. And so this is what Mark chapter 1, the first 15 verses says. Uh, Listen to this. The beginning of the good news of Jesus Christ, the Son of God, as it is written in the prophet Isaiah, See, I am sending my messenger ahead of you, who will prepare your way. The voice of one crying out in the wilderness, Prepare the way of the Lord, make his paths straight. John the baptizer appeared in the wilderness, proclaiming a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. And people from the whole Judean countryside and all the people of Jerusalem were going out to him and were baptized by him in the river Jordan He saw the heavens torn apart and the spirit descending like a dove on him. And a voice came from heaven. You're my son, the beloved. With you, I am well pleased. And the spirit immediately drove him out into the wilderness. He was in the wilderness 40 days, tempted by Satan. And he was with the wild beasts and the angels waited on him. Now, after John was arrested, Jesus came to Galilee, proclaiming the good news of God and saying, the time is fulfilled. The kingdom of God has come near repent and believe the good news. A lot happens in these first 15 verses, the beginning of Mark's gospel, and it's really wild, honestly, that the beginning of it starts with the beginning of the good news of Jesus Christ, because it's not just saying this is the start of the story, but really overall, this is the start of what Jesus is going to do among people, and so we get this kind of Smush together prophecy. It says it's written in the prophet Isaiah, but if you look under the hood a little bit, it's a, a mix of Isaiah's prophecy and a prophecy from the book of Malachi, uh, chapter 3, verse 1, that this messenger is coming and preparing a way, and there's a voice crying out in the wilderness, Prepare the way of the Lord, make his path straight. And this is embodied in the person of John the Baptist. We get a little more detail about John the Baptist's life in Luke's gospel, but here in Mark it's pretty sparse. Kind of makes us think that uh, Mark, probably the earliest gospel, uh, people knew about this John the Baptist guy. He had a lot of disciples. He was a rabbi just like Jesus, but he kind of seeds his attention, seeds his authority and says, hey, there's there's somebody coming after me you should really pay, pay attention to. Um, then after that, he baptizes Jesus. If you're in the Christian tradition, if you're familiar with the Christmas story, uh, there is no Christmas story here. We get full-fledged adult Jesus coming to be baptized by John and for us baptism is this initiation and and it's that same thing for for Jesus it's the beginning of his ministry it marks God's choosing of him God's sending of himself in Jesus to begin uh, this journey of, of drawing people to himself to make disciples and here a lot of Christians think we get a early depiction of the trinity and you know Take that as you will, but here Jesus, the son, is baptized and then the spirit descends like a dove and then he hears the voice of the father saying, you are my son, the beloved. With you, I'm well pleased. There's really no time to pause there. There's no cake after the baptism in the lobby or anything like that. It says the spirit immediately drove him out into the wilderness. There's some kind of compulsion Jesus feels after having been baptized and he goes into the wilderness for 40 days. That's where we are. Uh, Today is Ash Wednesday in the church calendar, the beginning of a 40-day journey from uh, today, Ash Wednesday, all the way to March 31st this year for Easter. We go into the wilderness with Jesus. That's what Christians have been doing for centuries, walking alongside him, reading his teachings, going through the Gospels together, and trying to understand what it means to follow him. And that's what we're going to do over the next 40 days together. Uh, every single day, starting today, even on Sundays, reading a, a little bit of this gospel together. Jesus went into the wilderness, this place of chaos and disorder. And then we kind of mimic that in our own life. We try to, you know, navigate our own chaos and disorder. But, you know, the way we do it typically is by seeding some things, getting rid of some stuff in our life. Maybe maybe uh, cutting something out, stop, stopping a bad habit for these 40 days. As a way to navigate the temptation, just as Jesus did. Then we hear this, this is how it kind of wraps up. After John was arrested, we don't know why at this point, Jesus came to Galilee and he started to preach. So we get Jesus' first sermon here, at least the tagline of it. And it says this, The time is fulfilled. The kingdom of God has come near. Repent and believe the good news. If you observe Ash Wednesday today, if you have before, We hear this tagline of this sermon said to us when we receive the imposition of the ashes on our forehead or on our hand or just at the service in some way, repent and believe the good news. The word repentance has a bad rap, and actually for good reason. People have abused it and used it to harm people for a long, long time, but it has a kind of a spatial meaning to it. To repent is to turn around. That's what I hope for this season for me, uh, for Branches, for you if you're listening that it's a season of turning. I think we all have a place in our life that we want to be a little bit different. We want to take a different path. We want it to turn out differently. We want to maybe take the initiative to change something in our life. And it's not self-help for us during the season of Lent. It's kind of pushing us to dependence. Immediately the Spirit is driving us into the wilderness so we can be dependent upon God. So repentance is about turning ourselves to that dependence and also to turn us to belief, to believe the good news that another way is possible that we have someone we can follow, this beloved son of God. We can read a story here in the gospel of Mark. We can read it together and learn what it means to follow him. So I say, as I might say to you today in person, as you receive the ashes, repent and believe the gospel, turn and trust in the one that can lead you through the wilderness. I'm with you through these 40 days. I'm praying with you through these 40 days. I hope that you'll listen in the following days as we journey together through Mark's gospel and hear more of Jesus' story together. Thanks for listening. I hope you'll listen tomorrow. Looking forward to taking this Lenten journey with you. Have a good week.